So this week on YB5, we get to hang out with an amazing entrepreneur who's been hustling for a while. Her name is Ramona Casavan, and she is the founder of Happy Days. Finally, Ramona, we get to have you on YB5. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you, Six? Can't complain. Please, can you tell us, what is Happy Days? Happy Days is a, a, a solution to healthcare and sanitation in South Africa and Africa as well. It's something that started off with my honest paper, which is a dissertation that I wrote traced by what women were understanding their bodies to be like and the constructs of media around femininity. So being a, a feminist and a young 20-something, I, I just wanted to know why is it that we um, connect to these unrealistic notions of beauty and size zero models and it put a lot of pressure on myself as a girl growing up and I did research and, and I found uh, menstruation an interesting topic to discuss from the early 50s and that changed my life seven years ago um, and Happy Days became something after being on radio and television and being at various events as a public speaker and continuously trying to help girls stay in school I I saw a gap as a social entrepreneur and I resigned from my job set up a non-profit company and resigned from my glamorous media profile and just went out there to help girls believe in themselves, teach them how they fall pregnant, talk about sex, talk about menstruation, talk about taboo, all under this safe pink circle called Happy Days. Uh, at the same time, changing the perception of what periods and menstruation were in our country, where I am going through this, but I celebrate myself. It is happy days every day, no matter what um, society says. It is real. It's a natural process. It's about becoming a woman. And that's basically happy days. Your big sister, um, to girls in any part of the world or communities that just don't have that intimate space to have these open discussions that sometimes people don't want to have. Tell us more about the taboo tales that are told specifically in South Africa with the cultures that we have here. Well, for myself as a South African Indian Hindu, it is a a weird thing growing up with this for the last 15 years because you're not allowed into temples, you're not allowed near prayer. Um, It seemed as dirty, it's not a clean practice. You know, people know when you have this, when you're menstruating because they see you isolated. Um, That's from from my perspective and what I've experienced. And then it's the idea of shaming, you know, the, the fact that I'm not allowed near festivals and I should stay at home. And some in some societies that the research has shown that women are not allowed to serve food to their husbands because of the process and the idea of menstrual blood being dirty. And and I just wanted to challenge that norm, uh, you know, to talk about. Because I think for me, the public sector was saying you know, teenage pregnancies are so high and I kept wondering, but who's really saying... I only understood reproduction in my teens, late teens. Who's really saying that pads plus uh, pregnancy plus pads plus periods are equal to baby? So I went out to break that taboo and, and, and to just teach girls that, you know, it's not a shameful thing. You can ask somebody next to you, if I'm having cramps, what does this mean? Or if I'm, if I'm having these issues, I can talk to my mom because it's not such a taboo. 
many, many years later. We're hearing a lot of talk about um, sanitation in Africa. Why are they not? Why are sanitary pads not free um, in Africa? Like how condoms are free right now? And I mean, especially during the Nelson Mandela um, trek up to um, Kilimanjaro, where we. We also saw the likes of um, the power couple, our the venture couple, Gugu Zulu and his wife, Letsicho. Um, and when Gugu passed, we had this big thing of everyone focused, obviously, on his death. But what, what also came out of that was, look at what he was fighting for at the time. And lots of people saying pads should be free. Now, your organization focuses on um, sanitary pads that come at a low cost price. What would this mean for Happy Days? I don't, you know, uh, that's not one of my favorite questions. I don't, we, we have a mandate where if you compare the model of condom distribution by a government and you compare condoms in garages and, and, and healthcare supplies, people are still buying condoms. You know, it, it's not a, it's not that condoms are free, I'm not going to use them anymore. Um, for me, it, it's about there's all of these options. Uh, Happy Days was a solution in terms of women entrepreneurship, uh, empowering young girls and communities by our foundation, and taking the pads directly to them. Because I always say that we address Alice in Montefiore, which is grass, grassroots. You know, there's things I've seen in this business in the last three years, but it's really, I think that's why I remain so my feet touch the ground as I touch the stars kind of thing, because there's, there's just so much... Um, it's, there's such sadness out there that I'd all be for the whole fact that free, free, free sanitary pads are like free condoms. But mine is just a message, you know, it was, it's, it's a business of a message of empower yourself as a future woman leader. Buy into this, this brand that takes care of you through school so that you can become like us, a leadership of women that empower each other. And for me, I, I would completely, you know, as a fixed scholar myself, you know that the one thing we learn in social entrepreneurship, and I was blessed to learn that as, as someone that from you that gave me the opportunity to study at Gibbs, is that collaboration is everything. And I didn't get into this as a capitalistic market. If it works that way, that um, government will give free. I mean, I know that this has been on the table since 2011 and people constantly ask me for my opinion. Mm. If it's on policy right now, I don't know. But for me, I'm, I'm a locally produced black-owned B level one business. So I would be at the right point in time. And also with the DTI and IDC backing me financially, it's not something that's not going to work favorably for me. But I don't, you know, I don't see that as a the issue in, in our business at all because it's completely disruptive. You know, it's, it's blue ocean strategy. We are sharing 56% of women that are unemployed in this country to become direct selling agents, empowering them with confidence. It's a big picture business, you know. It's easy to, to walk into a shop and buy, but it's, it's, a, it's a more difficult task bringing in women into our offices and hearing them, you know, breaking it down to, to ground zero to say, but what do you want to do? It's, it's kind of like, I think Happy Days gives you the opportunity to dream because so many people told you you couldn't. And that's the, the nuance that I take with it. Question, um, with the point that you made about condoms, do you then believe that uh, sanitary pads should be free? 
Yes, of course. I definitely think sanitary sheet pads should be free. It should be something that I've been fighting for that since I wrote my my dissertation. And it's, you know, the tax on it and why the tax is a luxury item. All of those things I've been questioning for many years. But it's, it's the fact that for me as an entrepreneur and, and someone that works closely with public sector, Chris, where would you, how would you draw the line? If I'm a, a private school girl, do I not, am I not, is that not the democracy? and the constitutional policy of this country? Do I not deserve free pads? Or, or what if I, I, I'm, I'm in boarding school and, and I'm paying exorbitant fees in the 15% of the, the richest schools in South Africa? Do I not deliver, does a truck not deliver to my school and I get free pads? So those are the things that I feel it, it really needs a lot of research and, and, and my team and I have taken that on because I don't know whether you saw recently there were some articles in the last two weeks about is it really 7 million girls missing school? Mm. And when I, the IDC and I had that discussion, according to Stats FA in the population, between ages 10 and 19, there's only 5.1 million girls. And you can't say all of them are missing school because all of them are not in this, this bracket of rural uh, no fee schools and that's the research that's really driving me right now in terms of the case study for um, for the Happy Days brand and the big vision of the big factory with the women in pink uniforms and empowering girl children across the country in Africa. Can you explain to us exactly how Happy Days works? So Happy Days is a social enterprise. It's a hybrid model. So we have a business that donates pads via CSI sponsors. So we've got about 25 JSE listed companies that support certain schools. And then we have a research and empowerment company that trains with other businesses, um, social enterprise development. So that's SED, where girls come in and they receive training um, to become more financially rich. And, and more confident, they set up their business plans. They're kind of like an incubator accelerator. And in that other business as well, we have agents, like a direct selling model, where the agents sell pads in communities and they make 20% on the, the pads that they sell as a target audience. And that's basically it. So we have more pads moving. Because the, the insight that I received with the research last year when I came up with ironically studying at, at Gibbs was that um, sustainability, you know, you, you can't rely on donor funding. And so we, I did research and a round trip to go to a shop cost me 30 rand and then to buy my pads is X amount and then I've set myself back 60 rand just to get one pack of pads. So I said, take the pads straight to the girl and empower the woman who's trusted in the community because research shows that I'm closer to an aunt or a mother or a, or a woman leader um, in an organization that will give me the right information. So they come in, they get trained on a little training manual of how menstruation works, how my body works, and, and that's how we see the ripple effect of teaching the right information of how I fall pregnant, how my period works when it comes when it doesn't come, and, and that's the, the happy side of it, positive side. Ramona, we absolutely love what you do and that's why we support you at YB5. I mean, personally, you know me, I support you all the way. Um, we just want to say, from the beginning, honey, we just want to say thank you yeah, and it's lovely, lovely to see you grow. We will put all of Ramona's details on 5fm.co.za and of course also on our at 5fm at Forbes and Fix on Twitter and Facebook. Young Blood 5.
Saluting champions, you are making a difference. Young Blood Five.